Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. It is time for another quickie. That's right, folks. It's quickie time. I hope you're ready. Sean, Karen, you guys ready? Guys, this better be fast. <laughs> fast is my name. Slaying is my game, Karen. Let's get it popping. Get this quickie going. Wow. Today's topic, what to negotiate when considering a job offer. So I think most people, you know, when you're getting your, if you're going for a job and you kind of have an offer on the table, talking about money is first and foremost. People consider their salary and that's important. So let's take that off the bat. Is there any any money thoughts on your mind, Sean, in the negotiation? Well, I would first say when you're, this show is about you've gotten the offer. We're not trying to tell you how to prep for an interview, what to do. Well, you've gotten the offer now. Now it's time to talk about your package. And to me, it's the mindset. And even I fell into this trap and I've learned, I learned this later on in life. Like once you've gotten the offer, they want you. So you're in a position of power. Now it's now to get to terms that that are going to work for you and your family. Like it's about really understanding that, Hey, I'm needed. I'm wanted. So let's now negotiate what works for me. And you may have certain, they may give you a certain salary range. Like I told me this a long time ago, when somebody tells you what the, when you ask what the salary range is for a job, someone says, look, this job ranges from from 50 to $60,000. Then you say you want $60,000. Some people start at the bottom. Right. And let them tell you why you can't get 60, you know. Or, What's you the can, or, or, or another strategy is, say, 75. <laughs> exactly. Right. right. It's 75. Like, push the envelope. Because if you say 50, they're going to obviously say, okay, great. But if the, you can say, what's the salary? If they give you a range, like Matt said, either go above that range or go on that range and then justify your worth. Right. And you know what? I think that people are afraid that if they push it too far or if they ask for what they think they're worth, that the company might get cold feet and that maybe the offer might be rescinded. And honestly, I think that a job offer is the same as a relationship. So if you tell someone what your priority is. You love talking about relationships. Every every show you you would bring it back to relationship. I don't know how you do it. Everything's a relationship, isn't it? Everything. It is. 
if you if you start dating someone and you tell them upfront what you want, what your expectations are, and they are not into it, then they've actually done you a favor, right? Like if you've told the company what you think you're worth and what you need to be happy and succeed to benefit both of you, and they balk at that or they have a problem with it, then they've actually done you a favor. Absolutely. Right? It, the job wasn't for you. And that's what you got to look at. And from one door closed, many more will open. I 100% agree with you. And I don't, we don't, and I think we're not telling you to be cocky and arrogant about it, but just be confident. There's a difference between cockiness and arrogance and confidence. It's being confident in what you say and what, how you feel and what your worth is. Because I'll tell you this from my 20 plus years of corporate experience, like, the, the theory like that you learn in school that I'm going to work hard and I'm going to get a promotion. I'm going to get another promotion. I'm going to get another promotion. You make your money when you enter the job. You may get promotion, but you get small increments of salary increases for the most part in general terms. So you really make your money when you negotiate at the beginning of the job, being offered the job. Also beyond the money, anything and everything that you want in terms of, you know, things, and we're going to touch on a lot of these, but if you don't cover it up front, like, you know, and you try to back in this, like you, you're going to you're going to kind of lock yourself into an expectation on on their side of basically, you know, exactly you X, Y and Z. So don't come to me asking for one, two and three. Like you have right. your moment at the t- at the beginning of Absolutely, this man. To, to put up what you want. Like I tell them all the time, I want my lobster salad every lunch in my period. I want it. I don't get it. I'm, I'm out. Like put it up front. Well, we did it for me or nothing. Uh, exactly. We did an earlier show on on um, another quickie before. If you remember, Karen, I know these quickies come so fast you may not remember them. But we did a quickie on uh, we did a quickie on um, your four hundred one k, and that's a great thing to negotiate when you're getting your offer. Like to negotiate what is your retirement package like? What are you offering? What benefits are there? Because not only is salary good, benefits is just as important. They are. And and all of this stuff, I think, has to be has to be negotiated, right? I think people get negotiating is a little bit uncomfortable, right? You're, you're challenging something. You're pushing back on something. Um, when you're already pretty pleased that you've gotten an offer, maybe you don't want to rock the boat, but you actually owe it to yourself and your future self to negotiate because the cost of not negotiating is actually a lot of money. Apparently, the not negotiating a salary, benefits, whatever, can cost you up to one and a half million dollars over the course of your working life. And you know what? Ha- wow. The worst feeling is, Karen, and it's happened to me where like I've kind of accepted what they gave me. I took the money, and then you meet with your coworker, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I got like eighty thousand dollars more than what you're getting." I'm like, really? How? I just asked for it, and it's you your know? fault. That is your it's own your- fault. Well, and then, and then you're just a pissed employee. But but to that point, Sean, and and this is also dependent upon the industries you're in because some industries that are you know maybe more by the book kind of official industries I think they're a little more conservative in how they give money and raises and and pay scales but I worked in entertainment as a television producer and one of my early gigs I was working in Los Angeles doing a music show and I'd been with this company for a while and I was kind of the lead producer on this show and then they brought in this guy this uh, highfalutin producer out of New York City who had this other I'm sorry Matt on his resume. I'm and, sorry, bro. I'm sorry. And, and it turned out I ended up still kind of managing him, but but how he oh, got hired, me. like in his negotiations, because of his resume and because of how he framed or how what it, basically they paid him more than they were paying me. And I, it was just a learning experience for me that it's like in television, it's kind of like you get what you negotiate. It's in in life you get what you negotiate, but especially in television like in entertainment, it's not like as structured as kind of like a, a job where the pay range, it's 40,000 to 50 or it's 60 to eight, whatever. It's like in entertainment, it's it's really 
a vast difference between if, if you can negotiate it, you can, I basically just learned that you can't, you know, undervalue yourself or undersell yourself. And you could, you'll find out later down the road, like, Oh wow, they were making what? Like you, you, you'll play yourself. But you, you shouldn't go into any negotiating without knowing the parameters. Like you should already know what, a, what that job typically pays. And if you find that they're offering you way below what that job typically plays, then ask why. Well also, but then there's, and, and I don't want to go too long on this, but like, there's circumstances in how you come to a job. If you get hired as an entry-level employee and work your way up, they're going to lowball you because they're giving you opportunities. And if you get hired from the outside, which is the way this happened, like I worked my way up, so they're happy. Oh, we're giving you these, you know, then this other dude came from, oh, we, right. we, we had to lure him. But, but my whole point was I just learned in terms of, oh, that I, I learned what the market, what, what the rate going rate was because I was so new into the game. But it was just interesting. Ex ex exactly. And those that are frustrated in their corporate life right now, like Matt just said, is a very important point. Like my first boss told me this. You make your money when you leave. Absolutely. You're not, not, you're going to get, like Matt said, you got to get experience. My first boss told me that. He said, I cannot pay you anymore. It's up to you if you want to keep learning and from me. That's no problem. But this is the max I can give you. And he said to go. Like the, the, you make your money when you leave and go into another job not going up the, the ladder right and for a company to have you they have to compensate you according to what you're worth right i think that it's it can be like it can feel like you're um taking something right when you're asking for more but really it's a win-win for you and for your employer you're happy you do a good job and they're happy and they get a great employee right you're you're not just asking for something for the sake of asking for it you are asking for something that is according to both of your incentives exactly and I and let's just let's digress a little into and let people understand it's not just the money as well like what are some what what are some of the other things that matt to you are just as important and, and just as important as negotiating other than the money first thing that comes to mind for me right now and especially in these covid times where a lot of people have been forced to work from home but working from home can become an attractive thing if, if it you know if it works for you so i think negotiating your schedule like maybe it's it's not coming to the office every day maybe it's working a, a work-life balance yeah absolutely. yeah flex week you know you can if you, but that's the kind of thing where you definitely want to negotiate that up front you don't want to get have them expecting you're going to be there monday through friday and then three weeks or three months or a year down the road you're trying to tweak your schedule they might not go for that but if you get that out in the open from the top you might get that right and also you want to be as specific as possible right so that does two things first of all it sets up exactly exactly what the expectations are. So no one can be mad at you if you come in two days a week and you're in the rest of the time so they knew exactly what that was up front. And also being really specific, I think with anything that you negotiate makes it so easy for someone to just say yes. They don't have to modify what you said. They can just go, oh, that was really specific. Sure. And understand like in career development and growth and opportunities, not every move, every job is going to be about the money. Some it's going to be about the experience and the opportunities. So for jobs that you find like you're under being underpaid for those jobs, like you can then ask for other things that will overcompensate like the salary that you're not getting. Like a title. You know, like, yeah, a title, exactly. Asking for a title to put you next, actions for a certain exposure, actions for certain opportunities. And like you said, even at a work-life balance, if you know, like I've known people who are maybe not getting the full salary they're expecting to get, but guess what? They only have to report to the office two days a week, three days a week. So they can use those other days to explore, you know, to go in the direction that they want to go to and leverage off their current um, experience. Because the best jobs are offered when you're in a job. <laughs> when you're not in a job and you're looking for it, it's harder to find that right job. The best time to find the right job and the best time to leave a job is when you're most comfortable. Not when you're uncomfortable, not when you hate it. It's when you're most, because then you're looking at things very objectively. 
but well, never to get too comfortable. Well, Whippies, I never settle. That's why I like quickies. Shows. Well, wow. Shows, wow. Matt. Shows, Matt. Quickie shows. Well, well, with these <laughs> negotiations, whether it be it for flex time or be it for promotions or titles, one good thing to do would be to explain, you know, if you have a strategy on for that flex time, how you will be productive or how that would work. Like, so you're you're going to paint a picture so the employer understands and sees the value in this. It's not just for your benefit, but it's a win-win for them. So think about that when you're negotiating these things. Yeah, you want to frame it in a way where the employer understands how this is a benefit. Yeah, showing your worth, explaining your worth. And if he can't give it to you as far as in finances and resort and money, you have to ask in other ways, you know, for, for anyone about to start a family. Another thing you can negotiate is maternity leave, paternity leave for, for, you know, if, if you see that in your, in your near future. And, you know, I just think that's also something people might not think about until they're in that situation, but, and also vacation time, you know, all those, all basically your lifestyle. When you think about all the things you want, think about that before you accept your offer and be clear and concise with the employer of what you're looking to do and what you want. Right. Exactly. And the more you, um, the more you have worth in the industry, the better, the stronger you can negotiate. It's kind of when you see those exceptional athletes and actors that ask for like, I want this, I want that. It's because they have true value. So if you're that person, you're exceptional into what you do and how you do it, that gives you a lot more negotiating power. But if you're just a newbie trying to get in through the door, and there's a lot of people trying to get through that same door, you may not have as much. You may, your ask may not be able to be as high. That's true. But an ask that doesn't really cost money is like sort of a, a tax. an ask that doesn't really cost money (laughs) (laughs) well if you if you're starting a job and you want certain opportunities from that job like you want to work on certain projects or you want to work with certain people that can be something to negotiate up front too right and that's something that it's harder to pin a material cost to working on a project that you really wanted to be part of you're not asking for money or or time off or whatever you're asking to opportunity get the the get what you wanted to get out of the job right Right. the experience of the job and if it's a gig job too there's also negotiating a gig like you can get a hard out and a hard out can work to your advantage like if they're really feeling you and they're really enjoying what you're doing and the project is going in but you gave a time of which you have to be out and maybe you're selling the point you have to go to another project that can give you leverage to renegotiate what you've already negotiated right so even in a gig world too sometimes it's good to give hard outs like this is when this project ends for me may not end for you but this is my project deadline and here's what I'm looking for in this short term. Speaking of a hard out, we're getting close to the, the, the end of this quickie session. Why do you always end it like Matt? I mean, can you stop ending my quickies? But I agree, it's time to get out of this quickie, Karen. No, you just get made out, it, Karen! You just made get out of really my house! Un- you just we made said, it really uncomfortable, Sean. We said get in, get out. Sean, your innuendos have been noted. <laughs> and it is get time for us to leave. <laughs> get out, Matt. What are you doing here? Get out. <laughs> well, this brings us to the end of another quickie. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, as much as we did. So on that note, I'm Matt Smith, one half of Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis, honorary black guy with pretty good credit, soon to be great credit, and I'm also out. And I'm Sean. I'm tired of doing these damn quickies at my house just because of its COVID. New place, new location, Matt. I'm out. Keep your money where you belong in your damn pocket. Get out of my house, Matt. Two black guys. With good credits. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.